This is influencing the right way. Our goal is to raise the standard of the fitness industry. We're out here trying to make people's lives as healthy and as happy as we possibly can. And the only way we're gonna do that is if we take it as serious as a medical doctor does. Mm -hmm. What is going on, everybody? All right, you are listening to Influencing the Right Way with the Viking and, as always... Sarah freaking Sloan. Man, we've gotten good at that. <laughs> Damn, we good. All right. Um, so first, thank you guys for uh, listening in. If you guys connect with our message and what we're doing, I would really appreciate you giving specifically this one today out to as many people as possible. So with that, let's jump right in and talk about what we got going on. Help me out right now. Yes. Uh, we actually are going to be talking about a charity that we have. I know that sounds super corny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're going for it. <laughs> but we're going to go for it. Yeah. Um, specifically, like if you are a business owner or whatever you are doing um, inside of work, the importance of having a charity in conjunction with your, your business. Your business. Yeah. But also, this is something that we really stand for. And our goal is to share the word of exactly what we're doing to make sure that more people are aware. Absolutely. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to break this into like two things. First would be I do want everybody to hear about the Winter Warrior. This is our charity. We have our own 501c3. It's our own thing that we do. It's the do. real deal. It's like the real deal. <laughs> we're legal as shit. Um, this is the second year that we've been doing it. I want to talk about that. And then I also want to get into why I believe that charity um, as a whole is good as a business. Not just ethically, I think that it is good ethically, but I think Mm -hmm. that it's also good for your business to be able to give back to the community that you serve. So um, I'm gonna go in and talk in about the Winter Warrior a little bit. Let's start off with the base idea of what we want to accomplish with it. Veteran and first responder suicide is something very serious. I know a lot of times we're pretty lighthearted on this show, and I hope this one is too, but this is something that is genuinely, grievously, grievously, grievously? If you say it confidently, I think it sounds good. Is grievously important. Um, And what does that actually mean? What are we talking about? So uh, since 2001, there have been over 190,000, think about that number, 190,000, thousand men and women that have taken their own lives Mm -hmm. that are veterans or first responders. So police officers, firefighters, um, and the percentage, right? So in in any field of work, you have a probability of death by a certain thing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, in, in the regular population, different races, different ages, different whatever's walks of life, there's a probability that you're going to take your own life or someone, you know, is going to take their own life. Um, but amongst veterans and first responders, it is astronomically higher Mm -hmm. and you can obviously see why, right? These are people that are protecting us. They are seeing the very ugly side of the world. Mm Um, you can imagine, you know, the guy who's, uh, was a Marine seeing things that we have only ever seen on TV, like our best imagination of what they've got going on is a movie on HBO. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're really, there living it veterans and first responders. These are the people that like after massive tragedies happen, they're the first people on the scene and that have to be strong. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to be the one that's like making sure everything's okay, but there's still people and that wears on your heart and on your soul. I would imagine I am not one. So I can only imagine. I don't want to 
pontificate here and pretend like I know more than what I'm talking about. That was said way too confidently. That was said way too confidently. <laughs> uh, but what I do know is that since I remember kind of, you know, I'm 36. So at the time when I was in high school, which is a, this status from 2001, right? The cops kind of being something that like, oh, in a certain ways like negative, right? I just imagine in my head, like in the 50s, the way that we looked at people that were military, mm -hmm. that were veterans, that were police officers, that were firefighters. It was like, that was your superhero. That's who we looked up to. I'm not going to get into all the details of this, but I know that for a fact that that idea has changed. Yeah. There's a lot of like animosity or negativity or whatever the fuck it is towards these people in these professions. And that has got to be another piece that you're out there like putting your life on the line to then come home and be like kind of not <laughs> appreciated. I guess that's all right. Or, not yeah. appreciated for what you do. Again, you know, I'm not a psychologist, but I can look at numbers and I can see when things are an issue. But this really got brought to our attention uh, November of 2021 mm -hmm. when um, a man in our like own backyard his name was Mitchell Winters, who actually was a Marine veteran and a Mesa PD police officer who's a first responder, and he committed suicide. Just. Yeah. Um, so I'll give a, a little context. So from, I, I want everybody to know, I had actually never met Mitch myself. Um, funny enough, I actually have known like some of his closest friends, but him and I had just never met. Yeah. Um, so uh, the story was basically like this. His recruiting officer, he was trying to go back into the Marines. Mm -hmm. This guy, Mitch, um, I, he was a, a Marine veteran. Like you said, he was a Mesa police officer. He was trying to go back into the Marines. It was kind of where he felt a little more comfortable. And then one day, so his recruiting officer, Shannon, came into our stores, into my business. Mm -hmm. And I knew her from just being a customer. And she just was like, you could tell, like destroyed. And we had a conversation and it was about Mitch and having had taken his own life the day before. So from that, you know, I just asked her, I was like, hey, can I get a hold of his parents? Do you, do you have a contact there? And that was pretty presumptuous of me. Mm -hmm. But um, Mitch's father, Vern, and I just, we clicked the second that we talked. We had just like a very good connection. I think that some of it was that I had lost my father the year before. He had obviously just lost his son. And there's a little bit of this like surrogate father-son thing, which was really nice. And um, so I told him, hey, I just want to buy a bunch of shirts. And I want to put your son's name on it. I want to put his information on it. And I want to sell them. I'll cover the cost of the shirts. And let's just donate the money to a good cause out here. Um, and you were the one who was really out there selling the fucking shirts. And mm -hmm. it went pretty well, right? Yeah. Um, well, I think just... Also, at the time, I had gotten to meet Vern and talk to him, and it just emotionally clicked yeah. with me, like, pretty hard, where, um, I mean, I couldn't imagine having someone in your family commit suicide. Mm. I mean, that's got to be something tough. And so seeing him go through that, and then, like, the idea that other families go through that, too, mm -hmm. just, like, didn't sit very well for me. So knowing that I had the opportunity to raise money, to raise awareness, but also build a community that supports veterans and first responders in hopes of actually like preventing suicide. Yeah. Um, I was like, I can stand by. <laughs> I can, hey, I, I can do that. I could stand behind that. Yeah. That I can do. Um, and so, yeah, we had the shirts and I just told people about Mitch, what had happened and how we can't bring Mitch back, but we can prevent another Mitch from happening. Yeah. And obviously 
we just created a community because of that. Yep. So, um, from that giving out from and the shirts were donation based. This is how we did it. it was just like, I don't care. You can donate whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Here's the shirt. Um, then we had sold so many of them. We had a big fitness event actually in this place where we're in right now shooting this thing, uh-huh. which was really cool. So we had like a big like workout and food trucks, you know, just get everybody together. And that went so well that I was like, okay, we got a thing here. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this thing is yet, but it's a thing. You can you could feel it in the air yeah. that there was something going on there. Seeing the impact that we actually did make. I mean, Vern actually came out and yeah. was here. Um, Faviola, who was Mitch's girlfriend at the time, was here. And mm-hmm. we got to show everyone, but also show Vern and Faviola, his family. Um, How that, much of an impact yeah. that he had. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we are now just a week or two away from having the second Winter Warrior, chapter two. I was going to say that, chapter two. Who came up with that? Carter. Carter, one of the guys on our team. He came up with the term, uh, the chapter two, and I really like it a lot. Uh-huh. Um, kind of going by chapters each time. Because like learning, when I hear that, it's like you're learning something new every time. Yeah. So every year is a new chapter. Um, there's something a little poetic about that that I really enjoy. Veterans also use chapters for. Um, oh, they're different groups. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, VAs. Oh. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have the second one coming up here. Um, it's going to be even bigger. And, you know, what we've really figured out is that the money is good and we want to bring in more money. But the most impactful thing of this is like getting like-minded people together. Mm-hmm. A lot of times what I've heard from other veterans and first responders that are dealing with depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, whatever it is, is that they don't have someone that they feel like they can talk to. To be really honest, like they're just not the kind of person who wants to go complain about their shit to a therapist. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying it is the way that it is. I wish they would go talk to a therapist more. Mm-hmm. But you just imagine the kind of person who's going to go into the military is not also going to be the person who likes like woeys me shit. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And so part of it that was really impactful was just getting all these people together and like high fiving having a workout, getting a sweat on, eating a pork sandwich, drinking a beer, you know, just like literally hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that's the most impactful part of all of it. Yeah. Um, with the money from now on, I do want to state this is, so now with the funds that we're raising, what we're going to do with this is um, we're going to let the people who got a shirt nominate a family, a veteran or first responder, active military mm-hmm. uh, family out here in Arizona. They'll nominate them on our website and we will give all this money one lump sum to that family so we can help them out. Yeah. Which will be real cool. Alleviate whatever we can off their plate. Yeah. Whatever problems. That, I, we can't fix everything, but we can do our best. Yeah. We can give you a, a slap on the butt and a... <laughs> yeah, and a cheeseburger and a beer. And a cheeseburger and then some money. <laughs> um, so that's all about our charity, right? I want to very briefly, I'll go on for a minute here. Talk about why I think that even if you're, and we're, a, you know, I want everyone to know, like, we're a beginner business, right? This is, we are not some multi-billion dollar company. Wait, Nike out here. No. Um, so why are we putting time, money, energy, resources into this charity? Well, I think that even if you're a trainer of one person and you're making $50,000 a year, it's important to give back. So I'm not religious, but I also believe in the idea of like tithing that like X amount of your money going to this thing, giving back. Um, 
first, I think that there is something mentally about like knowing that part of what you're doing uh, is completely selfless and you're giving back. And that gives you a kind of mental edge that I think that other people don't get. And I really, thinking about that from a deeply psychological standpoint that like, yeah, the Ferrari is nice, right? But there's probably nothing that feels better. I mean, on a chemical level in your brain mm -hmm. than like helping somebody else out, right? That sticks, that stays. Um, so there's that part of it. But there's also, if you give back to your community and it's meaningful and it's something pertinent and it's something that you really care about, mm -hmm. the side of that is like, yes, you'll be giving up money to give to this charity, but you'll be gaining other people who feel the same way that will then connect with you. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this before about like in business, it's not about being better. It's about being different, right? If you can differentiate yourself from other people, that's how you'll get recognized. Mm -hmm. And so other people, like maybe you're into saving the whales, right? Awesome. <laughs> I'm fucking very glad for you. <laughs> There are people who are going to look at, you know, this veteran first responder thing that we do and then saving the whales. And there's going to be people who are more interested in saving whales because people are just different. Yeah. It doesn't make it good, bad, whatever, right? It just means that people are different. Mm -hmm. And those people that want to save the whales, they're going to connect with you and everything else that you do mm -hmm. because of this thing you care about and that you give back. Yeah. So what we talk about is this is a, uh, it's a zero sum, non-zero sum game. I knew when I said it, I was going to fuck it up. <laughs> Um, the non-zero-sum game is where you, unlike a soccer match, where one person scores, the other person scores, the other person scores, this person wins. So at the end of the day, you have a winner and a loser. Mm -hmm. And so the net is zero, right? Winner, loser, net, nothing. Yeah. Well, if you're running a business and you're giving back to a charity, and then people see that you're giving to a charity, so then they connect with you and buy your business. Then your business does better, so you can give more to charity. Mm -hmm. Then the more you give to charity, the more people in the This is a non-zero-sum game, meaning... Both win. You win both ways. More people get helped out. Your business grows. It's a cyclical back and forth, one hand washing the other. It's what I wish that every business would do, because being a more charitable community as a whole, or mm -hmm. people or society would help us all out a lot. That's my podcast today, guys. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. All right. Uh, genuinely, if you found a connection to what we were talking about today, to the Winter Warrior, please send this to someone who you know who is a veteran, a first responder, um, somebody who's active military, or someone that you know thinks the same way that these people should have a community. They should be helped out. It should be talked about. Send this and let them know about it. Thank you guys. Keep raising the standard and we will see you next time. <laughs>